0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD.
0: The FBI is investigating a new threat made against Everman High School. It's the same high school that avoided a potential mass shooting during its homecoming game last week. KRLD's Bailey Friday has the update.
1: A shooting threat involving Everman High School started circulating on social media last night. You may remember last week when police were tipped off about a threat and were able to stop a potential mass shooting at Everman's homecoming game. Police arrested two teenagers after they were found in a car with an AR pistol and 60-round magazine. Police say they're taking this most recent threat, just as seriously. There will be extra security at Everbend High School today, but it's just a precaution. The FBI was able to trace an Instagram account to who they believe is the source of the threat. No word yet on if anyone's in custody, but police say they don't believe there's any ongoing threat to the district. Bailey Friday News, Radio 1080, KRLD.
0: Closing arguments are set for this morning in the murder trial of a former Hunt County police officer. KRLD's L.P. Phillips has more.
1: Sean Lucas says he was acting in self-defense when he shot Wolf City community leader Jonathan Price in November of 2020. Prosecutors say there was no need for the former cop to use lethal force because Price was not armed. Lucas spent several hours on the witness stand testifying in his own defense. He had been dispatched to a reported fight at. A convenience store. He has claimed from the beginning that he tried to arrest Price, but that Price fought back. Lucas claims at one point Price even grabbed his taser, which is why Lucas reached for his gun. If there's a verdict of guilty, the case moves to a punishment hearing. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080 KRLD.
0: The Dallas City Council is making some late changes to next year's budget, and that'll force the city to work quickly to get it finished.
1: The Dallas City Council is finalizing a $4.5 billion budget Councilwoman Kara Mendelson says the city is setting aside too much money for future pension obligations that could be used for homeless services and equipment for Dallas Fire Rescue.
0: We have what is essentially a slush fund of this pension stabilization fund. We're taking tax dollars that we don't even have a use for.
1: City Manager T.C. Broadnax wanted to leave 14 million dollars to ensure Dallas could meet police, fire and employee pensions.
0: It is not a slush fund. The resources at some point in time would have been expended on items that this council and or the community might need in the future. The
1: council cut that fund to $3 million. State law requires cities to approve their budget first and then set a tax rate, and Dallas will have to do both at a meeting next Wednesday to get the plan in place by October 1st. The property tax rate would go down, but homeowners might still pay more because of increasing values. From the 24-Hour News Center, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KUELD.
0: Governor Abbott has come up with a new way to battle the opioid crisis. He wants to classify Mexico cartels that produce the drug as terrorists. Speaking from Midland, Abbott says drug cartels in Mexico are importing the deadly drug from China and mixing it in with pills being moved across the border.
1: Fentanyl is a clandestine killer. And Texans are victimized by Mexican cartels that produce and import it. So cartels are terrorists, and it's time that we started treating them that way.
0: His new executive order also directs the Texas DPS to identify gangs supporting cartels, take their assets, and disrupt their networks. Abbott says Mexican drug cartels are a threat to every Texan and every American, and just one pill can kill. In the 24-Hour News Center, Barbara Schwartz, News Radio 1080 KRLD. It's North Texas Giving Day, empowering North Texans to give back to local causes. And Brent Christopher, one of the original founders of North Texas Giving Day, says it's come a long way since 2009. I can remember that first year on North Texas Giving Day, the community gave a total of $4 million. We had a difficult time processing all those gifts.
1: We didn't think there was going to be that much activity. The computers were literally smoking that first
0: year. Christopher, who is now with Children's Medical Center Foundation, says last year North Texas Giving Day raised $66 million.